0: How do you know you don't have insulin resistance? Rotting your arteries, inflaming them, creating plaque. How do you know you don't have uh, cardiovascular inflammation? Well, as John Lorscheider shared with you, uh, he he told me in our first visit, I don't have it. My doc's checking it every year. Um, Charles Hancock, old Alabama gardener, very similar story. He had not one but two really good docs. And they are good docs. Uh, they were checking him every year for insulin resistance. They were che- using a thing called fasting blood glucose, uh, but they missed it. Not only did he ha- he decided to to go ahead get an oral glucose tolerance test and do some other testing, and found out that not only he had uh, did he have insulin resistance or pre diabetes, he had full blown diabetes. Now, why is it? that good docs are missing this." Well, I'll talk about that. I'll explain that a little bit more. There's there's good reasons for it, but I'll do that after the interview clip with uh, Charles Hancock with Old Alabama Gardener. So here is the thing. As he'll share with you in the video, he's had multiple uh, events, heart attacks, and he was continuing to grow plaque. He kept asking his docs why. They said, well, you know, We don't know. Um, Now he knows. So now he's very happy. Now he's doing some things to slow that down. Uh, Let's get to the video. Now, OAG just had some interesting experiences in terms of... uh, you had some interesting experiences in terms of your own health, Charles. Um, Can
1: you tell us a little bit about what happened? Well, uh, I I had uh, two uh, artery events where the artery was closing and it required a stent to keep it open i had that happen twice in six months and so that was very scary of course and uh, it, it was a, a huge wake-up call for me in that i had to figure out what was causing that and if possible change it otherwise i was concerned that i would not survive maybe even the next one And so uh, I started searching on the Internet, and that's how I found your channel. And then through that, I learned that there was a series of tests uh, that I needed to get done. And we can talk about those more in detail if we want to. But um, so I did those tests, and one of them uh, revealed that I was diabetic, which Mm -hmm. was a total surprise to me because I, I just didn't think that I would ever be diabetic
0: yeah i'm I'm glad you came straight out with that because uh again if you if you look back at a lot of your videos, it was clear you were aware of diabetes, you knew it was a big health concern for a lot of people. You also had some of your own heart issues going on, but you didn't think that uh, diabetes could have been contributing to yours. You've got a good doc. Um, he had looked at it and he just really hadn't seen anything using the standards of medicine. Is that
1: right? Uh, that's correct, yeah, and I got a good family doctor and I got a good cardiologist, uh, but they were never able, maybe I didn't press the point hard enough with them, but they were never able to tell me why uh, this was happening to me. Yeah. Um, And I should should say, not only why it's happening to me, but what specifics do I need to do to at least reduce the risk? Yes. Um, And you see
0: a lot of that on this channel. You see it on a few other channels. If there's one thing I could do to help uh, change medicine in the world today, it would be to help people like yourself uh, and like many others of us, especially after we get 50 years old, start developing some insulin resistance or pre-diabetes. Um, we have good doctors. They work hard but uh, in following the standards of medicine, they don't okay. get the right the right information and they quite often misinform us and tell us we don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, if you get the right the right studies,
1: then um, you find out what was causing the plaque buildup. And and you're right on because uh, when my uh, blood sugar glucose reading would be uh, 104, 107 uh, fasting blood blood sugar, my family doctor, uh, that was okay. It, It was not a concern. He didn't think that was too high.
0: And what study did you get that showed your blood sugar was high?
1: Well, uh, based on your recommendation, I took a uh, uh, oral glucose tolerance test (OGTT). Yeah. Uh, Now this and I, 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 it was not something that my family doctor prescribed or suggested I do. This was something I had to do on my own uh, in order to know what was happening uh, with my blood sugar and and I did that test and and the results were uh, absolutely positive that I was diabetic.
0: Now, why would that happen? Why are good docs missing insulin resistance and even full-blown diabetes uh, on a regular basis for disastrous results? Well, there are several reasons. standards change. For example, um, in 1997, the ADA and the federal government said up until that point, the diagnosis of diabetes was a fasting blood sugar of 140 or higher, or that was one of many uh, ways to diagnose diabetes. Well, at 1997, they dropped it to 126. A lot of people weren't aware of that and they knew that that was going to increase the number of people that had full-blown diabetes. Again, when you think about it, by the time you get full-blown diabetes, you've already had a lot of damage done during the pre-diabetes stage. But let's go back to this changing uh, number. This is a population graph for fasting blood glucose. Now that was the change that happened. And you could see that it increased significantly the number of people that would have a diagnosis of diabetes based on fasting blood glucose when they dropped it from 140 to 126. But look at the rest of this curve and look at this number 100. We will uh, think about that in just a minute. Well, as you see, if you're looking uh, at uh, fasting blood glucose, 100 to 125 is pre-diabetes and that's this one is more accurate. So now think about it. You remember uh, Charles said multiple times, well, my doc kept seeing 104, 105 and he said I was okay. Well, your doc was... his doc was probably thinking about diabetes and that was correct. He was okay in terms of diabetes. He didn't need insulin. But meanwhile, he was continuing to irritate burn the intima uh, and uh, create plaque and cardiovascular inflammation. Now, <clears throat> here's another... so that talks about maybe shifting diagnoses, thinking about diabetes versus pre-diabetes. It talks about shifting standards from dropping from one, 140 to one, uh, uh, 124 down to 100. Now, here's another thing. It's the different tests. A1c Fasting plasma glucose and glucose tolerance tests are all very different tests and very different ways of diagnosing diabetes. His docs kept looking at A1c and fasting plasma glucose. Meanwhile, when we did an oral glucose tolerance test, he came out with a blood sugar over 200. So as you can see, A1c, I have no doubt that the A1c's were Uh, less than 6.5 that his doctors were checking because A1C is inaccurate over 20% of the time. Uh, Anyway, so as you see, there are multiple ways that docs can miss uh, that pre-diabetes and even diabetes. And if it's... and if both of those are causing risk for heart attack and stroke, it's no wonder that heart attack, stroke, and dementia are the number one killers and disablers in this country. People are going for decades thinking they're fine. Meanwhile, they're burning their arteries. So if you've made it this far, again, as usual, thank you for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.